0: Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I am here with my producer. Before we get into the show, I have to ask you guys to please subscribe. Mm-hmm. Some of you may have, but I think a lot of you have not. And I'm talking directly to you people. I can't, once again, it my show's gonna get shut down if you don't agree oh. and do it right now. Pause, <laughs> subscribe, and then keep listening, you guys. It's what keeps me chugging along, keeps me Mike's camera action. Yeah, and it keeps me in a job. You just pretty much said that um I was getting <laughs> fired here soon. So, yeah, guys, subscribe, please. Uh, we are from here on out holding our microphones and I know mm. that doesn't sound like a lot to some people, but usually they're set up on a mic stand and then our audio engineer said, wow, it sounds so much better when you're holding it. The only issue when you're holding a mic, I mean, there's no issue for me per se. It's more for Alex. <laughs> she says it's really fucking heavy. It's very
1: heavy. Last time we did this, we held him as well and I was sore for... The next four
0: days. So uh Mm -hmm. by the way, guys, they're not heavy. The only thing (laughs) the only thing it's just Mm -hmm. if you move a little to the left or a little to the right and you kinda move the wire of the mic, it it will it could fuck up the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So where do we begin? Where do we fucking begin? Because there's a lot of things going on. It's a time for celebration on my end for a multitude of reasons. I squirted for the first time in like five years. No, you did not. It's been five. I've only squirted a handful of times in my life and I haven't for the past five years. And It randomly happened. And I wish I had a dude to, you know, give that. What the fuck is the word? Give that recognition to. Mm -hmm. I only have that recognition to give to my womanizer. So shout out womanizer. It was just me and her and she made the squirt happen. I love her (laughs) so much. Uh, Why did it happen randomly after five years? Alex, I don't, I feel like. And you hear this from squirters all around town. (laughs) Okay, let's hear it. Squirters are a type of person. (laughs) I just let go. I just let it go. What do you mean you let it go? Sometimes when I'm about to have an orgasm, I kind of try to hold back a little tiny bit. And this one was just completely leg spread. I don't care what sound comes out of my vagina. I don't care what comes out of my vagina. I don't care. Like I'm here to just let go and have my orgasm. Wow. Every single inhibition was gone, which even though I will have consistent sex with one person and my inhibitions for the most part are mostly down, I think there's always just still maybe a little tiny bit in the back of my head. Yeah, that makes sense. This? <laughs>
1: I let her go. I want to know, did you make any, were you vocal at all? You said like you hold back on your orgasm sometimes. And sometimes when I do that, I find myself trying to be more quiet because sometimes... I mean,
0: a li- I don't know. I mean... Wait, quiet when I'm squirting? No, like when you're orgasming. Like my squirt was so loud it sounded your like mouse. a water vocal bottle. mouth. Well, your vagina can be vocal. Just Did saying. you moan or... Scream or anything? I didn't scream, but I definitely like made a moaning sound Thanks. for sure. But it felt really fucking good, and I can't wait to do it again sometime. Did you change your sheets? It was just a little squirt. It wasn't a bit. It wasn't mm. a big one. It really wasn't. But it was a squirt. I felt it, and I felt the need to even check the sheets, and there was like a you know a nice size puddle. <laughs> And it was a squirt. congrats. I mean, some people would say it was pee, but I didn't feel like it was. And I smelled it and it didn't smell like it. Good. But it was really good. And I'm going to try to do it again. And I think that's just a lesson for all of us to take with us is every time we're fucking with another individual, I think you do have in the back of your mind, oh, am I saying something dirty enough for them? Am I something for them? Like you're aware there's someone else in the room you're having sex with. Yeah. And maybe that's what helped me squirt. Because
1: you were just, it was just you and the
0: womanizer. Yeah.
1: Well, that's good. Get comfortable with your toys. Yeah. Yeah. And And then. be shy around them. Don't be shy around. You won't embarrass yourself. (laughs) No.
0: You absolutely won't. All right. So that is one update that's really exciting for me. Another one. I'm also going to get STD tested tomorrow. What the fuck? With Alex because of you.
1: Okay. Okay. Guys, I just got back from Vegas. I did walk in here. I was like, Sophia, we have a situation <laughs> on our hands. You need to take me to Planned Parenthood right now. I thought you were saying that you were well, getting I'm STD gonna.
0: Get, I'm going <laughs> to get STD tested too. I mean, I'm, you know, in a relationship, quote unquote, but like, I don't know what he does. Yeah. You know? I and mean, it's
1: true. That's, you're supposed to get routinely STD tested. And
0: it's been a minute since I have. So, damn, about to catch him up to no good. <laughs> if he has given me anything and cheated, uh uh-uh. uh. I feel
1: like this is going to be a fun little adventure. It
0: will. I have a feeling you might have something i feel pretty oh. confident i won't if i'm being perfectly honest You bet on it we should let's put a bet right now okay how much 20 bucks i bet
1: one dollar mm-hmm. i bet 50 bucks you don't have one okay and
0: i bet one dollar i don't have one <laughs> That sounds like someone, something, someone with an STD would say. So (laughs) I guess, yeah, that's a bet I'm willing to take. Besides those things, those sexual things, there's another like huge fucking thing that has just changed my life. And it has to do with the update on our iPhones. I don't know if anyone has downloaded the newest update on their iPhones, but I have. And let me just say... FaceTiming now, real nice and real different. Apple has answered our fucking prayers. So you know every single time you go to FaceTime and you are in a little tiny box in the corner And the person you're FaceTiming is basically the entire screen. Mm -hmm. And you are squinting your eyes trying to make (laughs) out what you look like in the little (laughs) box in the corner. Because you don't give a fuck what he looks like or she looks like. You just care about what you look like on the FaceTime. Yes, this is true. Not anymore. Because with this update, you can make your screen basically bigger than theirs. You're no longer a tiny box in the corner. You can be the focal point (laughs) of that FaceTime if you want to. That's amazing. It's it's incredible. It's kind of weird because you're not in a corner. You're literally front and center, just a way bigger square. So you can only see, you know, the outer screen of their phone. So like Mm -hmm. there's a really good chance. I mean, when I was doing this and I was FaceTiming, I couldn't see their face. I could only see my face, (laughs) but like I could see the borders of their room. So you might not be able to see them, but who cares? Mm -mm, You can see see yourself on the big screen
1: now. It's not like I was listening to them anyway. No. Can't hear and look at myself at the same time.
0: (laughs) Absolutely fucking not. So that's fucking huge, you guys. Now if you need to like even just check in on your face and see, you know, the way you're laying or the way you're sitting or if like the double chin or it's like up above so it looks like you're balding, you can like check in on all of that shit. So I'm very excited about that. But before we move on, I want to talk about something that is trending in the news right now. Taylor Swift, as we know, is re-recording all of her music because her label sold. I mean, they had the rights to her music and it was like sold to someone. And so she has no ownership of any song that she's ever made, which I feel on a very (laughs) personal, deep level. And so I think it's fucking so badass that Taylor Swift would make this move. Mm -hmm. But... She is currently re-recording a particular song and that's what people are talking about. So what is it? So actually, she recorded it a long time ago. It's all too well.
1: She just released a 10-minute version that her label didn't let her release. Mm. So she came out with a 10-minute version and a short film about it.
0: (sighs) And... Damn, this girl is like... On overdrive, fucking going to work. Yes, imagine having to re-record every single song from every album. And she's like, "Well, um, this particular song, I'm making into a short film. Literally, damn! I need whatever
1: drugs she's on or whatever team she has, dude. And her next one is gonna be directed by Blake Lively. What the fuck? Mm -hmm.
0: What is it called? What is this song called? Too well. How does it go?
1: This is in your drawer, even now.
0: (laughs) Alex, that's really funny. You're shying up for the first time ever. All too well. All right. Well, we'll go listen to that after. So it's a song All Too Well.
1: And the short film is like a dramatization of her and her past boyfriend, Jake Gyllenhaal's relationship. Okay. Where the. Guy that's supposed to be Jake Gyllenhaal is very rude. Okay. Kind of
0: disrespectful. Piece of
1: shit. Yeah. And the lyrics like go along to... Him being a piece of shit.
0: Okay. So it's like she aired out Jake Gyllenhaal already when she released this song. Uh-huh. But now she's doing it times a million. Yeah. So she did like, a, I don't know, a four minute version at the beginning. Mm-hmm.
1: Now we're doing 10 minutes and there's a fucking 10 minute movie about it. Oh my it. God.
0: Woo. I wonder how Jake feels about it. I mean, we don't really care. This is badass. Yeah. I mean, she's dated so many famous
1: Mm-hmm. Men in the industry, and I'm pretty sure every single song is written about right. one of them. Right, so I'm excited. Who else? I know. At, I'm wondering, like Harry
0: Styles, right? Who's Calvin Harris? Are they all shaking in their boots right now? Like, oh, probably. Fuck, what short film is about to come out about me? Sounds like Jake was a piece of shit. Um, I, I do have to say, Jake Gyllenhaal is the hottest person on planet Earth. My second bet motion. I saw him in person at a charity no. event. I saw I saw him. He was there with his now girlfriend, I believe. And he's hotter in person.
1: No. He
0: did look at me. He did look at me and I'm not acting self-obsessed he noticed me in the room he gave me a look and I don't know I don't know if he was into it but he did look at me so I could see how he was he would be a piece of shit to every girlfriend he has it wasn't a regular look you guys good
1: point he gave me
0: the up and down he looked at my cleavage which I don't have (laughs) (laughs) he looked at you know your butt he exactly which I do have he made eye contact wow I tried to... You're lucky. I tried to wait outside of the men's restroom for him, but (laughs) his girlfriend would not leave him. His girlfriend was also gorgeous and uh, good for Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm.
1: Good job, Tay. Can't wait to see what you and Blake
0: (laughs) Lively come up with. Yes, and no amount of hotness can make up or counteract the amount of shittiness. Some girls are cool with that, though. You know that. Some girls are dating a dude that's just so hot that they are okay with being treated like a piece of shit. I don't care if you look like Jake Gyllenhaal. If you're treating me like shit, you're out. Bye. Bye. Salutes, the weather is getting hotter and hotter, and so am I. And you know what that means? It's time to be outside constantly. I am here to present and invite you to Live Nation Concert Week. From now until May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette. Oh my God, the flashback, the nostalgia, Cage the elephant, and so many more for way less. Seriously, this might be the best deal I've ever come across. What is better than getting ready with your friends to the music you are about to see live and then meeting a cute guy at the show and dancing the night away on a warm summer night? There is literally nothing better than that. I know I will be in attendance for sure. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concert week to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concert week to buy now. Look, you've had a long day. Your boss is annoying you. Your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do. And your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostess ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just 1 minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, wider, and more awake for up to 8 hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Woo! All right, now it is time to get into Sleuth University. This is a new in your drawer all too well. This week, instead of keeping it light and fluffy, I want to talk about something serious. And I want to give a quick trigger warning regarding eating disorders, body dysmorphia. To anyone who may want to skip past this, that is what we're going to be talking about. So I recently went on a show where, well, Alex was there. Mm -hmm. I didn't look or act or behave well by any means. And there were several comments made about it and I almost didn't even let it be released. I ultimately just let it go because you know what? There's a lot of bad shit of of me on the internet that I just kind of have to let out there In hindsight, maybe I wouldn't have let it be published for thousands of people to see, but I did. But it brought up a lot of reflection on my end and it brought up a lot of comments and DMs and questions from people asking me if I eat food. This is what I'm trying to say. It was not my best moment. You can tell that I am not all there and I'm not really functioning at my highest level by any means. You can tell I'm drunk. I just seem super out of it. I'm not being quick. I'm not being my usual self. Mm -hmm. And I made comments on the show about not eating, which I just want to say that is how I deal with and process things that are real to me and they're fucked up. And I just try to kind of make light of them and maybe make jokes that could have come off inappropriate. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it was not my best moment. I was stressed, exhausted, hammered. And I was also running on zero fuel, aka zero fucking food. And I got so much feedback that I kind of just how to be honest with myself and be real with you guys. And I think we should talk about the way that we eat and our relationships with food. My eating habits for the past two years now, I would say have been scary, yes. not normal, not healthy, not okay. And I want to be very careful with this segment, but like with most things in life, eating disorders are not black and white. But the fact of the matter is I have a fucked up relationship with food and it's important that I talk about it because I know a lot of people have an unhealthy relationship with food. So in me trying to be completely transparent, and I'm going to be so fucking open and honest here, you guys, and you guys can like write in and tell me what you think, but I run on empty way more than I should. Alex, let's just go through the the list of times and the list of things that make it hard for me to eat. Anytime I'm stressed, mm-hmm. anytime I'm working, anytime I'm on the road, anytime I'm partying. Can we talk about that one? That's a big one for me because... Alex, do you eat when you're in party mode? No, I can't. Why is that? I don't know. Especially like, you know how people love to
1: go to like Sunday brunch mm-hmm. and stuff like and let's do mimosas and eat. I will get a whole plate of food and I can't touch it. This I
0: don't. Right. Because the second you have a mimosa or two, the food is just like you're not interested. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one for me because so much of my work actually revolves around partying. You know, yeah. when I'm on the road, I mean, when I go on shows, it's like, hey, you know, let's make this a party. Let's have a fun time. Make this a good show. Let's take shots. Let's get everyone loose and comfortable. Let's go. Yeah. This is what I want to say. I don't feel, and I'm not a professional. I'm just talking from the heart. I don't feel that I refrain from food deliberately. I've never actively thought to myself, okay, Sophia, you can't eat right now because you just had a drink or, okay, Sophia, you can't eat right now because you're stressed about something or you can't eat right now because X, Y, Z. It's never like a, delib- like a deliberate thought out thing to not pick up my fork and eat something. It's just in my subconscious or it's just my second nature. I just can't physically stomach it. I eat food on a plate. Like I cannot physically stomach it, which is probably a disorder in itself. Yes. I mean, I am
1: not an expert by any means. I like that you brought up that like, it's not a deliberately thought out thing because the thing with not just eating disorders, but disorders in general, it's never a thought out thing. And honestly,
0: sometimes people don't even notice it. Well, I assume that it was because I grew up on books like, um, what's the one Seeking Amy? The song by Britney Spears? No, what is that what I just fucking said? No, I grew up reading something like that. And I remember reading that. And then I remember reading a book when I was in middle school about this girl that would throw up in jars. And like, I remember reading all that stuff and these young women were doing it purposefully and looking in the mirror thinking i want to lose weight that's not what mine what my non-eating stems from so you just like weren't
1: really educated on this topic of i mean you're me, nervosa is what you're saying i get i mean because, yeah because like you said earlier neither of us are experts but right? you're saying yours presents itself in a different way than the books you grew up reading
0: mhm so I mean, you're right. So, I'm not educated on the subject at all. I always thought that if you have an eating disorder, that means you have anorexia or bulimia. And it's because you don't want to gain weight or you're trying to lose weight. And I thought that was it, plain and simple. And I'm realizing now that I'm older, it's not, it, it's not plain and simple like that. Mm-mm. So, it's this thing where I just, I don't think I've had the best relationship with food for a while because I've been under so much stress and there are so many factors. When I do eat is when I feel safe. So I wanted to talk about this because how many people do you know have a healthy relationship with food? Mm, I don't know. Maybe my mom, maybe my dad. Okay. Because I, off the top of my head, I can't think of one person. Yeah. I really can't. And I think it's just, it's something that we need to talk about. And also, let me just bring this up. What about the whole body dysmorphia Mm. aspect? Yeah, you have that one too. Well, you've told me that in the past and I never thought anything of it because I, you know, look in the mirror and I think I'm skinny, but what brought it to my attention was actually in the same week as I went on the show, I did a photo shoot. I am not a model. I'm a podcaster. And this photo shoot was with real models. And that is what they do for a living. And I was very intimidated. And I remember talking to a team member and saying, oh my God, I just, I feel a little bit out of my element. I know I'm doing really well, but at the same time, like these are actual models and I'm not as fit or I'm not as skinny as them. And like, this is just like crazy and you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm
1: -hmm. And just kind of
0: feeling bad for myself. And after the photo shoot was done, she brought it up to me. She said, you didn't look any smaller, any bigger. And really you were on the same page. Yeah. Really looking similar. Mm -hmm. And then I had a huge realization when I was looking at behind the scenes from the photo shoot where I did look extremely similar to these girls, but I didn't feel it in the moment. Mm -hmm. So I guess I have body dysmorphia. I clearly have my own shit to figure out. I'm working on it. I just wanted to get on here and talk vulnerably because— this is one of my many forms of therapy is this fucking show. And I know I'm not in this boat alone. And it's something that I need to look at because I haven't looked at it. And eating disorders are the deadliest form of mental illnesses. Did you know that? I researched it before we got on here. I didn't know that. Second only to opioid overdose. 10,200 people die from an eating disorder in America each year. That's one death every 52 minutes. What the fuck? So I don't mean to come on here and make this shit sound like a health class, but like I said before, I wanted to face this shit up front because it's real And serious, especially with women, considering the fucking scrutiny we live under as soon as we slide out the pussy or C-section. And I care about you guys so much. And it warmed my heart that you guys actually give a fuck about me. Like you guys showed genuine concern and you guys were the ones who made me really look this shit in the face. So I want to thank you for that. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people out there can relate and are glad to hear that you are able to acknowledge it and be real about it and it's not that I can't get on a healthy schedule I've been on a healthy schedule but the issue with that is I can only get on the healthy schedule when I'm under very little stress and everything's going well in my life. And I'm at home and, you know, everything's going great. And then I'm healthy. And then I'm like, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner or more so. But that's not, you can't live your life only being on a healthy schedule if it's under the perfect circumstances. Yeah. Like you can't live life like that. Because right now I live life just not eating and then just binging hmm so that is some real fucking talk on my end and thank you guys so much for listening I love you guys and I think we should continue the conversation but let's lighten things up a little bit and let's get into motherfucking questions excited about this one guys I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm-mm, 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 not the move. The move is high quality Thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day no question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when giving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. SOS, save our salutes, questions, stories, and I try to give advice. And my advice is pretty fucking good. Just saying. Alex, you don't need to confirm or deny. <laughs> First question. Hi. I met this guy the first week of college who happens to live two doors down from me and we started hooking up. I caught feelings like a total simp loser and we went on and off for a couple months hooking up. Well, last weekend, one of my best friends slash my roommate ended up locked in his room. Basically, long story short, my ass arrives at his bedroom door about to bust this bitch down, yelling, get the fuck out here. A little crazy, I know. My friend comes out and I start screaming at her. Never been filled with more rage in my life. Basically, this fake ass friend of mine sees no wrong in her doing and says, sorry, he wanted to fuck me so bad. I live with this girl and the guy lives two doors down and is in my friend group. Sophia, what the hell do I do? I need revenge. Any ideas? Woo! <laughs> <Shiny>. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, let me just put it this way. If I was hooking up with a dude and my friend slash roommate started to hook up with him too. And when I, you know, approached her and asked her about it and her answer was, sorry, he wanted to fuck me so bad. I would have spit on a bitch. Yeah, that's fucked up. I would have freaked the fuck out. That's disgusting. That's so
1: rude. It's like, no, guys will literally fuck
0: a hole in the dirt like Re- like for real he don't want to fuck you so bad he wants to fuck something so bad mm-hmm. so girlfriend do not you're not that fucking cool this girl is wondering what she should do and she wants to get revenge all right do i believe in revenge mm, you know I don't, but, like, a little bit. Like, it lives, you know, in the back of my head. It's, like, always there a tiny bit to try to get some revenge. And the thing is, the fact that you are roommates with this girl, the amount of revenge you could do knows no bounds. That's true. You are as, literally as close as you can get. Like... You can fill up her shampoo bottle with your piss. You can fucking spit in any food she's eating. Like, you can do some really fucked up shit. You could put blonde bleach in her hair shampoo and conditioner and start putting shit in, like, her facial products so she looks like complete garbage. Like, you could go full mean girls on this bitch. I think the sweetest revenge is for her to see that this dude really wants nothing to do with her. He's going to fuck her one time. Mm -hmm. And I think that you... The best revenge is to just get the fuck over both of them. And the thing is, this is really hard though because she's roommates with this girl. And she has to live with this girl. So I think instead of starting like a full-out war with your own roommate where she also has access to your shit, I think that you need to let it go and I think that you should just put her in the box of complete party friend. You don't trust her with your secrets. She's not your closest friend. She's a girl that you unfortunately have to sleep next to that sometimes you can take to a party and you can't trust her around fucking anyone. Yeah I mean you can trust that maybe she'll sleep with them. That <gasps> Alex, what a great point. This is the friend that you take around to parties. Like, hey, I have a bitch that's like willing to sleep with like anyone there. Can Uh I get in? Yeah. The frat house, like it's so hard to get in. There's a line outside the door. You text the dude and you're like, no, I have a friend who's ready and willing because guys want to fuck her so bad. She said it herself. Mm -hmm. And then boom, you're in the party. Yeah, Boom, you're in the friend group. Yep. Wow. Use it to your advantage. For sure. Turn lemons into lemonade. lemonade. Exactly. Okay, next. Hi, Sophia. Could you hype up redheads? I have always felt so insecure about my hair. I grew up hearing, does the carpet match the drapes, fire crotch, and I am still traumatized from kick a ginger day (laughs) in middle school. Huh? Um, I have always felt so unattractive compared to my blonde and brunette friends around men. Help boost a confidence. You inspire me every day. I think that redheads are the hottest people on planet Earth. And I mean that like sincerely from the bottom of my heart. If you guys know John, he's like a frequent guest. We always talk about this, specifically women. There is something about a redheaded woman that I think is just so beyond gorgeous. Jessica Chastain. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? The fucking cartoon character who framed Roger Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. Okay. Jessica Rabbit. Oh, Jessica Chess. Is that who that was? No, no, Jessica oh. Chastain's a human. Jessica Rabbit is a cartoon. I was like, then why don't you just
1: call her Jessica Rabbit? No. You gotta put the title of the
0: movie in there to confuse people. <laughs> They're both gorgeous ass redheads. Girl, I understand that it was it was a little bit difficult because redheads are not as common as the rest, but. It's something that you just need to embrace. And I'm telling you right now, you're hot as fuck.
1: Yeah, 100%. You're unique. You are. You're not like everyone else. Exactly. You're different.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And I've like gone out and I have plenty of friends who are hot blondes. And there are dudes that gravitate to them because they are hot blondes and they don't want a brunette, right? And vice versa. And I think that's the same with redheads. Like certain people gravitate to different hair colors and... I think you just own it baby girl cuz you are one not in a million cuz I don't know the redhead ratio <laughs> but you are very unique and I think that trust me you're not you're not going to have a problem finding men. No. I don't care if you're not. with blondes or brunettes or blue-haired bitches like you're fine. Yes. Wait, what? Kate, okay, we did an episode a couple
1: episodes back, the Crazy Hot Matrix. They the redheads landed on there somewhere. Do you remember oh, where it was? So
0: you so the matrix was like, you have your crazy scale and your hot scale. And you're trying to find a girl. If they're super, super hot. They tend to be super, super crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And they said, so just right away, the super hot, crazy bitches you got to get rid of. You got your strippers. You got your hairdressers. You got your redheads. Mm-hmm. AK meaning you're hot as fuck. Yes. And men think you're crazy, which men love. Mm-hmm. So it's like, girl, just every day you'll get more and more comfortable. For sure. I mean, if you really want to test it, go blonde or go brunette and you're going to hate it and you're going to want to go back. Get a wig. But don't because you are beautiful just the way that you are. I agree with that. I think redheads are so hot. Andrew Santino, have you met him? And he's hot as fuck and even hotter in person I will say way hotter in person I don't care if it matches the drapes I don't <laughs> care if he has a penis I don't care what the fuck I don't care if the crotch is on fire I'm down okay next question hi Sophia and Alex I had the craziest weekend and everyone is making me out to be psychotic I went out with my friend for what she told me was only two drinks and we were going home it was not two dreams. <laughs> we ended up meeting guys later on, which I made them subscribe to the pod, by the way. Oh, your signature fucking move. We'll talk about that in a second. And my phone died, and I didn't get home till 5 a.m., where I started vomiting everywhere at this guy's house I ended up saying I need to go to the hospital because this was not a normal hangover I ended up going to the ER wearing your mugshot hoodie who is this bitch can the real bitch who wrote this question please stand up I'm obsessed with you so let me finish the question still drunk and all nurses staring at me I have refused to turn my phone on until today because I also texted my ex like Alex did on the last <laughs> pod 19 times. Ooh, lucky number 19. Ooh. Ooh. Now that it's Monday morning, I'm back at work and my family and friends think I'm wild for ending up in the ER and drinking so much. I don't think I went too hard. I've gone harder. I didn't act a fool, but everyone is making me feel like I need to stay home and knit? Question mark. (laughs) Should I feel bad for having a night out? Sincerely, a lonely slew with no friends or family at the moment. Okay. She's asking an honest question, but I'm going to be selfish. The fact that she was having people subscribe to the pod while she was out makes me want to lick her vagina and make her my best friend Mm -hmm. and take her into my home. Yes. And just bathe her and wash her and scrub uh-huh. her down and, like, put clean pajamas on her uh-huh. and cradle her to sleep. Yeah. That's something I like to do. <laughs> like L.A. <laughs> what do they do in L.A., Alec? Um, she, when we went to dinner that we talked
1: about on the last episode. Yep.
0: With a group of, well, one of them was a famous rapper, but a group of people we had no clue who they were. Like, ten dudes. Yes. Um, Sophia
1: grabbed every single one of their phones and made them subscribe. <laughs> None no. of these guys look like they've ever <laughs> listened to a podcast in their life. I don't even think they had a,
0: had the app. They didn't. They you, didn't. Oh, Sophia
1: downloaded the apps. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. So and then I, I made them all subscribe and they were like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, trust me, don't worry. It's ne- You're never going to have to think about it ever again. It's just, <laughs> it's just a subscription. So I love you so much for doing that, SLU. And wearing my mugshot hoodie in the ER. That's a tricky situation because part of me wants to be proud and be like, fuck yeah. And like send in the pic. Part of me is like, Slew, you got to take care of yourself. I understand why your family and friends are acting a little freaked out right now. I have never ended up in the ER from drinking too much, but I've ended up in Jail. Jail. (laughs) <laughs> like the fucking picture. Why don't I ever get taken to the ER? I would rather get taken to the ER than to jail. I'll tell you that I right now. A lot of us probably. Yeah. Would. So I never got that fucking luxury, but I think it's fair that your family and friends are a little freaked out right now. And let me tell you this, they're going to be freaked out for the moment. It will surpass. Like they'll get over it in a week or two. Just lay low for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Make your comeback, maybe a little less of a comeback
1: that yeah. will result in the ER, but yes, it will blow over for sure. These are coming from two fucking alcoholics that have been through this time <laughs> yeah. and time and time again.
0: We have woken up so many times being like, oh, my family and friends hate me. What do I do? And they always come back. They do. They always They do. always come back. The ER is not too much, but... I mean, be careful. I mean, we don't want to... You can't end up in the ER again. You got to avoid the ER at all costs, baby girl. And maybe you and I both could
1: do with uh, a little not texting our exes 19 times. Let's try... Why don't we
0: try and take it down to, you know, the 10. 10...
1: 8 to 10 range.
0: I think you guys should try to like just not go there at all. <laughs> at all. Just zero. And you get my
1: phone taken away.
0: Yeah. You got to be patient and you can't be in the ER or jail or do anything crazy for the next at least three weeks, I would say. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm, I would say five to 10 business days. Really? I mean, she can drink again, but she can't end up like bedridden in a hospital. Okay, well, yeah. So girl, you've got this. They're going to come back around. You're just in your feels right now because you're depressed because you drank too much and you did some crazy shit, but Mm -hmm. you'll be fine. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Alex, could you read this? Yes. Can you read?
1: No, I am dyslexic, by the way. (laughs) Fun fact, but here we go.
0: Hey, Sophia, I need some
1: advice about what to do with my gamer boyfriend. He plays video games for at least 10 hours of the day. He lives in my apartment and he never wants to get off the video game to spend time with me. Also, whenever I ask him to get off for a little bit, he says it's toxic. Am I in the wrong for wanting a little bit of attention and asking for him to get off for at least an hour?
0: (laughs) This sounds like my brother. I think that's fucking disgusting. If he's playing for 10 hours a day... Then that means there's 14 hours left over. Uh, He needs to sleep for at least six, which means there's eight hours left over. He barely has any waking hours in the day when he's not asleep or playing a video game.
1: Yeah. He's probably doing this during the night then because people have to work. I'm assuming he's working. Right. So Uh, like, well, he gets off his nine to five, five to whatever whatever time in the morning.
0: Hours is. Yeah. Wow. I would check his all of his drawers. Is there Adderall? Is there Coke? How is he able to pull off this amount of gaming hours? And I would also knock the fucking, I was about to say P.O. box. That's how much of a non-gamer I oh am. God. I would knock the Nintendo PS3, whatever the fuck, Xbox Dude. right off the counter and crash it. I would not deal with this Dude, shit. Dude, if you did
1: that to me, I would fucking kill you. So I, I wouldn't recommend to do that. Well, okay. I wouldn't. Okay, since it's not working, I would make it a thing about health. Because mm. there's no way that's healthy for you. Like, if he's calling you toxic, why don't you make it like, why don't you throw an article on his lap that's right. like, you
0: know, I don't know. You're serial killing killers. brain cells. <laughs> that, you're becoming take... a serial killer. You're killing brain cells. Mm-hmm. You're acting like a piece of shit. The fact that he says that she is toxic is gaslighting 101 Mm -hmm. to me. How the fuck is that toxic that she's asking him to, you know, hop off the game controller every once in a while? Yeah, I don't... Very not toxic. That's not a toxic thing at all. And is it wrong for you wanting a little bit of attention and ask him to get off for at least one hour? No. no. That is it. That's like the bare minimum that you could ask from this dude. Yeah. And if, if he's calling you toxic and like not obliging by that. Then maybe that's another conversation that we need to
1: have. <laughs> I think you
0: need to disconnect your Wi-Fi. Ooh, that's a good idea. And be like, oh my
1: God, I like don't have any. It's or, crazy. Or why don't you get a hobby and do it for 10 hours and see how
0: he likes it? Well, he'll probably be too busy with his fucking video games and like not even notice. Girl, something needs to happen. You are not wrong for wanting one hour of his time. And honestly, not that I've dated the brightest, best in the game by any fucking means. I don't think I've ever dated a dude or would ever date a dude that plays video games for that long every day yeah unless it's his career then absolutely baby girl if he's streaming and he's making money off of it then maybe you are being a little toxic if not (laughs) he's got to be kicked to the curb all right Ooh, damn these video games are addicting I have no idea (sighs) okay hey sophia When a man approaches you and asks you for your number, do you give it to him or ask him for his? The way I see it is if you take his number down, the ball is in your court and you can reach out on your own terms. Is there such a thing as him taking too long to text me if I give him my number? I had a guy wait a cool few weeks and was honestly turned off that he wasn't completely enamored by me and tempted to reach out right away. All right. Well, let's start from the top of this question. If a man approaches me and asks for my number, do I give it to him or ask him for his? I give it to him. Yeah. That does not mean I'm going to respond to him. Yeah, it's, it's rare that I give my actual phone number. <laughs> right. So that's like number one, But then she's saying, like, "Do you ever add this element where you say, "Well, I don't want to give you mine, but I'll take yours down." Kind of this power play. I don't, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't because mm, chances are <laughs> wherever I am at the time that he's asking me for my number, if I get his, that is lost in the number file for the rest of my life." One. Million percent. I, I will never text him because I won't know which is his number and I won't have yes. the re, I won't have the memory or the gumption to try to track it down. Mm-hmm. So if a guy asks for my number, I give it to him. She doesn't like the fact that when she gives her number out, some of these dudes are taking a few weeks to get back, like to reach out to her. Mm-hmm. With that, I say, who gives a fuck? Who cares? I just, damn, I think I get my number out way too easily.
1: Dude, I went to a music festival this weekend. (laughs) There are 18 unknown phone numbers in my phone.
0: I have no idea who they are. I have no intention of talking to them. I just give it out. Because it's easier than like the whole like, well, I have a boyfriend or like giving them the fake phone number because I ran into issues with that shit. I've told a dude I have a boyfriend and he said, what? Like you think I'm trying to hit on you? Like I just wanted to talk business. Like da 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 da. <laughs> and then it turns into a thing. I've had a dude say, "All right, let me call your phone right now. Make sure I got the right oh, number." I'm drunk, serial killer. Exactly. So I just give out my number to whoever wants it. Uh, chances of me responding slim to none. <laughs> but I think that you starting to say, "Hey, why don't I just grab your number instead, so you can talk to them immediately?" Is not the way to go. You don't want to talk to the dude that took three weeks to reach out to you. Why do you think that this dude took a few weeks to text this girl?
1: Maybe he was working on himself or maybe one of his family member died. Okay.
0: So that was a lie. What Alex just said. <laughs> what it really is, is he put her in his contact list as Girls I'll reach out to when I'm desperate and when I want to fuck, and when maybe my girlfriend and I are over, and it was a few weeks, and he checked the list, and you were there, and he reached out. Oh. If a dude is really into it, he's reaching out immediately. that's true, so and what happens? You get their number, and you text them first, and you say, "Hey, it's Meredith." Nice to meet you. Like, it was so fun tonight. Can't wait to hear from you. And then they don't reach out for a few weeks. Like, it's the same game. It's the same bullshit. That's true. So just give out your number to everyone Mm -hmm. (laughs) is basically
1: the bottom line. Or tell them to follow you on Instagram. You get more followers and you don't necessarily have to follow them back.
0: Okay. That was brilliant. Thank you. All right, guys. That is it for this week. Ooh, next week is Thanksgiving. I can't believe Ooh. it. I love you guys so much. We got serious. We got silly. And I will talk to you guys next week. Alex, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Alex Franco underscore meow. And you can follow me, Sophie with an F, Franklin with a Y on Instagram, TikTok. Again, please subscribe. Please, please, please and rate and review. And I love you guys so much. Talk to you next week. Bye.